Hello and welcome to another episode of Illuminam Podcast. My name is Becca Schoenborn, joined by my lovely, wonderful, excellent co-host, <laughs> Dustin DePue. Are you doing this because I do this to you? Yeah. Is that what's happening? No? Had to. Okay, I'll take I was it. thinking about it the other day. I was like, one of these times I'm going to just pull one of your own intros on well, you. I appreciate you. You've made my day. You're welcome. See, That's see, what I'm here for. See what a tiny bit of nice... A, a nice verbiage can I know. Do I thought say. it would be a nice change of face to start out by being nice to you rather than us just yelling at each other. Like yeah, we I appreciate it. Thank you so much. Uh, so what's been up? Anything fun? Um, well, yeah, I just got back from vacation. Yeah. How was, was that? Great. Yeah, long time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> long time in a car, as yeah, we were saying off microphone. Driving. That's okay. Anything to go to the mountains. Yeah. Um, so yeah, great. Uh, I don't know. What else is new? I went to, oh, I th- feel like I should update the listeners and tell them that I finally attended a metal show. You did. You and did. I've been telling everybody about it because it was the weirdest experience of my life. It was. In a good way. Yeah. I mean that in the nicest way. Well, it, was like, also it, was... The, it was also at the Mabel Tainer, which is ridiculous yeah. that we did that. It and was so cool. Yeah. See, there you go. I'm glad. Just tell everyone. Tell everyone yeah. as that somebody I'm doing metal who... shows and want to do them at the Mabel Tainer. Oh my gosh. As somebody who, first of all, doesn't listen to metal music, the only exposure I have ever had to metal music is whatever Dustin tells me. Or whatever Dustin used to listen to in his office whenever I came to uh, come to the downtown office and you were blasting some sort of death metal from yep. your record player. Yep. <laughs> like, That's hold, what I do. Hold on, let me pause this for a second. Well, and the Mabel Tainer show is wild. It the, was. The fact that we did that at the Mabel, this historic theater, and we played like extreme metal there. All the bands were super into it. They loved every minute of it. They couldn't believe why they were playing in a venue like that. And they actually like really liked it. Like they said, they, they're like, this should be a thing. They're like, this is a cool place for this. I thought Even so with too. the seats, which is not a metal thing. Okay, that's what everybody kept talking about, how uh, funny it was that there was seats. Just like people watch, uh, I can't remember, somebody said, I think it was Justin. Yeah. Or uh, your friend Justin uh, said something about like, it's, I've never sat down at a metal show. I don't That's weird. I'm not going to, I can't. Yeah, I couldn't either. Like, that's I why I had to stand in the back. I'm like, back. I can't sit in a chair. That's odd. It's like, no, but no. the older crowd loved it. Because older, the older folks, they, they just get so sick of not sitting. Mm-hmm. So there was a bunch of Same. people sitting, but there's enough place, there's enough space in the front of the pit for people to like, you know, hang out and stand and stuff. So There were so many funny things that I just found myself giggling about during the, just during the whole show. First of all, since you need to have a covered drink at Mabel Tainter, something about like an iced coffee cup full of beer was very hilarious <laughs> was to very me funny. like bringing my little like sippy cup of beer with me upstairs was iconic loved it but also a little mini mosh pit at the front at the front <laughs> of the table <laughs> i know it was killing me the whole time i was like this is the weirdest thing i've ever seen i know it's so wild in a good way i know but what i've said about it to a couple other people is that it's as confusing and hilarious as it was that there was a metal show at our lovely Mabel Tainer Theater, it was oddly fitting. Yeah. Because it, I have learned, metal is very theatric. Like, there's a lot of theatrics and, like, perform. I mean, I knew there was performance, obviously. It's a stage show. But it was a lot more, like, costumey and 
I don't know than I was expecting I guess I was mentally prepared for like a concert and it was much more of like a show yeah yeah I I found it weirdly fitting yeah I intentionally booked a couple bands that were very theatrical in a way too because again I knew I was at the Mabel Tainer and maybe this is the only time I'm ever going to be able to do it so I was like going for it but yeah it was no, we had like a hundred people there. I was surprised at how many people showed up. And yeah, they, I know. I, I also don't think very many metal shows have like twelve dollar like nice cocktail drinks, right? Which is odd. Thanks. Also, usually it's crappy beer and uh, Jack and Coke. So it was yeah. cool. Hilarious. Well, I'm glad you've been singing so, yeah. the phrases. I appreciate Good job. it. Proud Thanks. of you. Thanks. It's a pretty cool thing that you're doing. I know. Maybe Thank there will you. be more in the future. That's what I'm hoping for. We'll find out. We'll see just... if the Mabel Tainer lets me back. Yeah, we'll see. I don't know. <laughs> Everyone was very nice, like you said. So, Well, by the time this drops, uh, my next show is August 12th, which nobody listening to this cares. But that's our big show at Zymergy. We have 10 oh, yeah. bands from around the country coming, so I'm excited. Cool. Also very cool artwork on the poster this year. Yes, cool I artwork. Yep. Cool. Aaron Link does it. Really? Does I didn't our, know that. She does our artwork oh, for God. our Murder Fest posters. Of She's done the last like, three years of them. She's know. amazing. She is. So it's pretty cool. One of the coolest people I've ever met. She is. She's awesome. Well, you could segue that's enough to, of that. You could segue to I don't have a good segue today. Every once in a while, I can come up with a good one, but today it's just... Just going for just it. Just going for it. Um, we are joined by Mr. Michael West, a.k.a. Westy, is probably how you know him, from Markport here in town. Hello. Hello, hello. How's Miss Becca Mr. Destin today? Hanging in there. Yeah, we're great. How are you? I'm fabulous. It's been a Monday morning already, actually. So Yeah, you smoked your face on your chair this morning. I did. I did. Uh, I was uh, anticipating this uh, amazing uh, show this morning and uh, super nervous and, uh, yeah, getting ready. And, uh, yeah, sure did. Uh, Bump my forehead, we'll call it. <laughs> yeah, I know. You uh you know, I know you don't need to be nervous for this, Musty. We're right, on microphone right. now. It's yeah. not a big deal. We don't we don't Truly. we're not that big. We're not we're not that scary. You are not. No, no, no okay. it's good, it's good. That's good. So uh, so how like how are you in general and how's everything going? <laughs> Uh, fabulous uh, I'm, I'm i'm great i'm great uh, things are good i've uh, been uh utilizing my summer to the best of uh its abilities uh but now i was just thinking and telling my coworker the other day like we're after the fourth of july so now it's like the downhill downhill swing of uh you know the summer so oh, i'm pack it all in well, that's, de- that's depressing so yeah thanks way to bring it down that summer's almost over and uh, yeah. then winter starts and ready for those fall colors <laughs> coming up in a couple of months here so but don't say that yet. I'm actually heading up to the Boundary Waters here in a couple of weeks. So I'm looking to get off the grid for uh, I was just going to ask, days. since we always talk about our summer every summer on this. That's what you're doing yeah, for the summer? That's okay. what I'm doing a couple of weeks from now. I'm heading up there for about four or five days and off the grid. Yeah. Do you do like a canoe trip? Uh, well, this will be a kayaking trip. So I'll bring cool. up my kayaks this time. And so a little different uh, adventure because you can't pack as much as you would want to mm-hmm. um, with your kayaks as you would in a canoe. But we'll see. And even in even a canoe, you're packing only the like Absolutely. essentials when you're the going necessities there, so. for the most part. And so, I mean, you're hard. really living a... To the finest uh, out there with nothing um essentially i mean mm-hmm. so but it'll be fun looking forward to it yeah that's pretty cool that's so, not a so trip i've mean, ever done no i know a lot of people that go up there and it was horrible oh i so. love to kayak but the boundary cool. waters is not something well, i've it tried depends. i mean uh, if you're doing a bunch of portages because i mean uh, depending on uh, if you got a portage through a bunch of different areas there could be some obstacles one of my first times up there 
first two hours into it, I fell into the river with the canoe and all my gear and spent three days trying to dry my clothes and everything. So this time it'll be a much more advanced adventure. Sure, sure. Prepared for sure. So, so do you have it mapped out at all? Do you kind of know what you're doing or you just kind of pick a pick it? Well, uh, this time, the first, uh, so we're not actually, uh, actually have a designated campsite that we'll be uh, at. So it'll be nice. But uh, yes, we got a couple different uh, areas. We'll, we'll start up at one top of the uh, river and then kind of canoe down and or kayak down and get down to where we need to go. Sure. Hopefully without any inclement weather or any obstacles. So. Sure. Catching some fish. That's my goal. Cool. I like yeah. it. That's a good summer. That's that's nice. That's how you take in summer. In yeah. yeah. Truly. The Northwoods. The Northwoods, mm-hmm. I know. My favorite. Right. That sounded very sarcastic, but I actually do really love the yeah. Northwoods. I know. <laughs> Same. There's like some of us in outer nature that really uh, soothes and calms the soul. For right. Sure. Exactly. Well, and just yes. having the ability to shut off, which is nice once in a while. Absolutely. I love going to places where you're forced to like disconnect from yes. reality too like where there is no service you, yep. could, you couldn't even use your phone if you wanted to yeah. like some, I, go, I love going places like i know that. i go it's to a metal scary, fest but... every year in september and we don't have service for like five days while we're camping and it's awesome awesome it's just the greatest thing like you forget like after the first day you're like oh. separate yourself from uh, everything yeah you so. don't even think about it because it's just so nice to just get away yeah oh my gosh you just mm-hmm. emerge back <laughs> yeah, I know. Last like, year, I think you Snapchatted uh, me on the way back or something. Yeah, I'm just like I'm, I'm alive. Still going, yeah. still going. The only thing about Survive. it is our trip's always the weekend of, of uh, football kickoff too. Sure. So like we 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 get down and Thursday night football happens, so we never know what happens, and then we try to like to ask somebody who does know. We're like, who won the game? And then we get up and go, and like it's Sunday morning, and then we're like getting our fantasy teams ready because we haven't checked for like you know five days. And we're like, all right, we gotta get ready for the day because it's opener, and we got all the games going today. So yeah, that's can't always... start out on a bad. Yeah, foot. can't start can't out. Lose we got the first week. We got to know what's going on. <laughs> what has happened in the first five days? So, yeah. Set the tone for the whole fantasy football season. Exactly. So yeah, so you need to get away because you're a busy man. Yeah, busy. Yeah. So what? Uh, so Markhart's new to Menominee. They are. So how did all that come about? I guess. Well, Markhart uh, bought actually the old uh, Trail Dodge uh, dealership uh, here in town, uh, and somewhere in about 2017, 2018, and uh, we're actually in our new facility now for just over two years. So um, it was a little bit of a time coming, uh, you know, going through some stages to get the new new sites and everything ready and prepped for the building and then of course the pandemic came and that kind of held up everything a little bit but uh it's been amazing being into the new facility i mean it's uh it's a almost a spitting image of uh, our toyota store over in chippewa uh, 53 there so the same builders and designers did our store there um but other than that uh i mean just having fleet farm right off the exit uh, 41 right there on 94 and right down the road from quick trip is brought a lot of other you know publicity and showing to the to the dealership so it's been mm-hmm. great how long have you worked there did I've you been work with... at a different one prior to this one? so i've been in the automotive industry going on 20 years uh, i started out detailing cars oh cool and i uh, spent a good majority of my career detailing cars and then kind of worked my way up through parts and service and a few other aspects and then uh actually had my shot of selling cars here uh, about going on eight nine years ago and so just a simple question to a manager and a boss at that time was uh, led me into a sales position. And so that really uh, worked wonders. And so I've been at Markhorn for going on four years. Okay. 
And so with that, uh, they've allowed me to do a lot of other things. Uh, they really put me in front of the community and uh, asked me to be an ambassador on the chamber for them. And so that really opened up a whole lot of other opportunities and connections and uh, building relationships. So that was very key. And uh, it's been nothing but great. And uh, as of lately, I just uh, recently graduated leadership in Omni. So that was a great uh, program to uh, be involved in. And uh, that was awesome. I learned a lot of things that I maybe didn't know about the area or the community. So mm -hmm. with that, uh, it's been great. I love my job. Uh, I love meeting new people and I love just connecting and uh, making experiences. So sure. Yeah. Leadership's good. I went through leadership. You went through leadership? Mm -hmm. Yeah. You yeah. did. Long yeah. time. Early. Yeah. Long time You were ago. like really little. You were a little. Little. Becca, a little Becca going through that because I went five years ago and you'd already went through, didn't you? I think so. Yeah. I want to say that I went through in maybe 2016 or 2017. Sure. Yeah. I think I was 2018 or 2019 somewhere. But yeah, it was there. early in my career and I definitely was like, it, I was I was in my early 20s and I was like the youngest person in my group by a sure. lot. Sure. I was like, I don't know what I'm doing here either, you guys. <laughs> mm. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a, it's but I really liked it's a good it. Thing not not being does. from here, it was cool to learn about, I don't know, the community in a different way and the business community, especially. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, I, I grew up in St. Paul. So I grew up in the big city, inner mm -hmm. city, multi diverse. I mean, and, I mean, I was considered probably the minority in the area that I grew up in, and uh, it was just coming to a, moving to a small community such as Menominee back then, I mean, and after all these years not knowing about some of the other businesses and what really makes that community thrive has uh, been, was great, so mm -hmm. I've learned a lot. So. Yeah. And just, like, not... I mean, you only see specific industries based on where you work I right. mean, or who totally. you know. So I thought it was cool to like see a bunch of different industries that I will probably never work in, but it was cool to kind of see how they work and are interconnected to each other and the community and I don't know. Absolutely. And that's uh, that was key. And so that was very eye-opening to me. So, yeah. and with that came uh, a lot of great things. I mean, since, uh, being at the dealership now over the last couple of years, I mean, we we hold the Humane Society and microchipping event. Uh, mm -hmm. We're going on our fourth one now. I mean, that's been a great addition. Miss Lisa out there at the Humane Society is awesome. Um, this year, I mean, uh, coming up in October, we'll have our second uh, trunk or treat. So oh, yeah. uh, it will be a, an amazing uh, opportunity again. So we're really looking forward to that. So make sure that uh, you get your businesses uh, hooked up with that. So there'll be some information coming out soon. So that'll be good. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's, that's a that's you a what well, sorry. You came to that one, trunk or treat. Yeah, yeah, I brought my kid last year. Yeah, he was came. into it. There was a lot of people there. Yeah, oh, I mean, uh, I mean, it helped. It, it was packed. It helped. It it rained too. So it that was rained. Even, that's probably a good thing. We had they, the they counted inside. just the the children alone, and I think there was almost seven hundred kids. Oh, easily. It was four. I mean, it was three and a half, four hours that it was on, and I mean, you double that with all the parents and grandparents and aunts and uncles. I mean, one of my personal guests came over from Thorpe. I mean, so we had people that oh. were coming from even outside the area to it. I mean, it was a huge, a huge event and we're hoping to make it even bigger this year. So yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I know. It's good to see Mark where like that comes into town and then just like immediately like starts to do a whole bunch of stuff. Yeah. Like, like, I think that's, it, it's, it's still surprising. And again, Beck and I've talked about this on here is that we, you know, when you see people coming to town and you don't like, it's still big, but it's still a small, small town. And it's amazing what, Little things like that can go a long way with just people knowing and caring more about your business because of something like that. Absolutely. And not saying car dealerships have a stigma against them, 
But a car dealership doing some good for the community once in a while is probably not the worst thing to do. Well, I mean, that's just kind of the history of Marquardt's. I mean, uh, they've been huge in the Chippewa Valley forever. I mean, uh, they have the Boys and Girls Club in Eau Claire that's named after Lee and Mary Marquardt's. I mean, they they just donated a van to the Boys and Girls Club here in town uh, through the Marquardt's uh, organization. So, I mean, they just do amazing things. And now just being an extension here in Menominee has really shown that and really grown that too as well. So they really give back and they believe in giving back. So, um there's a reason why if you look at uh, all the dealerships that we have, the few, and uh, I mean, they have longevity. I mean, the people that work for them uh, stay there forever and for a long time. I mean, it's a career. It's not just a, mm-hmm. you know, a job. So yeah. I was gonna um, say, and they but... believe in their, they believe in their people too. I mean, that's one thing that they really made me yeah. feel good is they believed in me and they asked yeah. me to do something and it's just been forthcoming and very worthwhile. So yeah. How did you, what made you move to Menominee? Was it work or did you come here before that? Well, actually work, I did. I transferred from a dealership out of New Richmond. So after high school, I graduated and I moved immediately over to Wisconsin with some friends that moved out of the cities too. And so I was actually in construction before I got this position. And unfortunately, I fell off a roof and uh, injured myself pretty bad and uh, blew up my left leg. And Immediately, uh, the doctor said, can't do uh, construction no more. So it kind of led me into another position, which then led me into this position. So I actually was in New Richmond and got transferred over here to uh, to a dealership. So and that's where it all started. My daughter was born here in 05. And so that's when I started. Interesting. And now you're sticking around Menominee now? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because you're all invested now. I am fully vested. So uh, I'm here. I'm here to stay and uh, I'm here to uh, make good things happen. So, yeah. Well, and I get it. Like, I, I think I've bought my last four cars from Marquardt in the Lake Alley one. Sure. Yeah. And you're right. I think I've bought them all from the same person. Every time I go to shoot him an email that I'm in the car market, I just assume that he won't be there anymore. And as of uh, last time, last one, probably a year ago, he's still there. Sure. Oh, but yeah. every year I shoot the email, I'm like, I'm going to get a kickback that says, like, oh, hey, this is Bill. Just so you know, Corey doesn't work here anymore. Right, right, right. 15 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, he's a younger guy, too. Like, so I was just like, but every time I'm like, ah, he, he isn't, I don't know. I haven't talked to him in two years because I haven't bought a car because it's not a thing I buy every year. Right. It's not a regular seconds. purchase. But yeah, it's just every time I just wait for like the, oh, he's not here anymore. Then I have to go like, oh, dang. It makes a huge difference having a good like salesperson though like oh we, yeah i know we still contact the person we brought bought our outback from at chilson because it is nice to just have a contact who can answer your questions yeah. easily Absolutely. And, like, and it, it makes it uh, feel more comfortable when you exactly. go in instead of having this other kind of experience or going through a new uh, meet and greet and all that so yeah right. i was gonna say for and my having car to do the whole like well i don't i'm not gonna buy something today and then there's like that whole awkward exchange awkward with exchange. new people yeah. or just like I'm, yeah. I'm literally just here to drive through your parking lot yeah. Leave me alone. Yeah. Most of my guests are 930 to 90 day buyers. It starts with a meet and mm-hmm. greet, starts with a, you know, a, a fit and a feel, finding the right vehicle, you know, not forcing somebody into something and giving them options and sure. finding the right vehicle for them. So, yeah, definitely. Uh, it's very key. Yeah, that's always the thing. I think it's hard for people. I, I, I love that. Like, I've always my sister has done it for years. She's a pro at like being like, OK, just to walk in places just to try cars out. She has no interest. She's. She's like, yeah, at some point, she's like, I'll buy something, but I don't mind coming in here and talking to somebody and driving a few cars and then leaving. Yeah, hey. And I'm like, that is that is 
you, you know, I don't care enough, but like, I'm not, I'm not that person. I have done it before. I have test drove cars, but it was one set that I was like, okay, I'm just really curious about this because I think I would want to buy one someday. And now that was 10 years ago and I still want to buy that. How, how would you even know if uh, you wanted to buy it if you didn't test drive exactly. it? Exactly. Well, right. yeah. You got you to gotta be able to get out there and see what these new options, because right now cars are becoming so much more advanced that uh, there's so many options that. I got guests that come in now that bought a vehicle three years ago and still don't know how to use the options and features on the vehicle that they currently have moving into a new one with more features is, sure. I mean, it's... Is that a common thing that you see? Do people, are are, are there people who regularly upgrade their vehicles like that every couple of years? Oh, I'm yeah. like a, in oh, the yeah. complete oh, yeah. opposite market. Oh, so 100%. I'm like, I know. I, I used to work with like a... my muffler literally fell off my car. <laughs> okay, I have had, I have a very old Camry, and I was hoping to get a new one this year, but you know, yeah, I student my... loan payments came back. Yeah, I paid my stoked. car off, which is still the greatest feeling ever. I get why people. But again, I also like. I remember telling. I remember because I, you know, like everybody at this table, we all drove shitty cars for a while. Still, still, or still, my my car now is shitty. It wasn't when I bought it like seven years ago. But, like, I remember Same. when I finally I bought the car, I thought it was, fast. like, the greatest thing. I remember when people were always, like, complaining about car payments. I'm like, I'll pay a car payment all the time if my car, you know, runs well and gets me places. Right. And isn't <laughs> crappy. Where my last car, I owe every day was a crapshoot. I was like, at least now, I'm like, this is totally worth 300 bucks a month for right. me to know I can get somewhere. Right. But we only going... have one car payment, so and that's very nice to not have to have two sure. payments. But, like, when we when – we bought that car i remember that exact feeling i was like oh my god one of our vehicles can is just reliable all the time yeah like we it's worth having a car payment to know that i can drive to yeah. but going back to the the one point i'll just point out i'll never forget it. i used to have when I, my very first job was at the wendy's on the north side of town for years and my gm there uh she was like a mid-60s lady and every year she traded her car without fail Every summer, she had a new car. She would have either a truck, and she would just switch. She's like, this is what I do. She goes, I love it. She goes, every every year, not without fail, a new type of vehicle. And she never was the same. It was a car to an SUV to a big truck. And every summer, she would just switch Honestly, the car. If I, I got the plenty means, of guests I'm that uh, can go cars every every year. I got yeah. guests that uh, will keep their car for as long as they can see and run it till the wheels fall off or Flintstone it out. So Yeah. <laughs> so what is that? So... So, yeah, truly, that's where I'm going. That's currently where I am. That's true. That's where I'm at. I mean, once you start seeing the floorboard and the holes through it, then uh, you can almost uh, guarantee uh, you're going to be Flintstone in here. Yeah, soon, so. right. I'm in the, oh, there's a new rattle. I guess I just have to listen to my music even louder. Louder, <laughs> turn it up. <laughs> I made yeah, the mistake yeah. of looking under my car this weekend, and I was like, oh, that's what the rattle is. Yep. It's my whole muffler dangling off my yeah. car again. I mean, you didn't see the sparks coming out the paint? back to rear view mirror there? <laughs> Like, that's none of my business, what's happening under there. Like, uh, not so, for me to know. So what's the, so like, because we're on that, and this is probably a good question. So like, what's the benefit of that? Is it, is there like a benefit other than just getting a different car? If like, say every year I just switched my car, like, and that's what I want. Is it, is it just that gratifying? Well, a lot of it may, I mean, a lot of it uh, could be somebody wants a new color, somebody wants a new safety feature, a new technology feature, because all these features are advancing every year. Things are coming out uh, with more technology than ever, and so people like that. I mean, if you have a family or you have certain aspects and you're business-minded and certain things, I mean, you may want something with Wi-Fi, you may want something with some more technology. I mean, now you have Alexa, I mean, you can almost uh, turn on the kitchen lights and 
do anything you want to. I mean, if you have Alexa, I mean, most of these vehicles, plus safety features. I mean, there's so many, so many safety features that are advanced from previous years. I mean, now you have blind spot awareness, lane keep assist, forward collision. I mean, all the airbags, multi-stage. I mean, five years ago, I mean, you may not have had those features, of course, but uh, I've had more people come back and get vehicles because of safety features. Okay. Um, you know, major accidents and walked away and come back and got the same vehicle because of the safety features yeah. and how safe they felt. <laughs> did you look at me? Because I, no, I didn't. I didn't know, I I was did the say, same. I didn't no, know I... if you knew that. Oh, oh is that what that's you did? why I have another Camry. Yeah, I got in a really, really bad car accident a few, probably six or seven years ago, and I didn't, I didn't realize until recently that like my mom, my mom said it and she was like, yeah, I always say that Camry saved your life. And I never thought about it until I heard my mom say it. And I was like, you're right. Like I got very lucky that I didn't, that I got, could just get out of my car. I wasn't injured at all other than whiplash, which that's pretty normal. But now I have, I've had a couple different older Camrys and now I'm like, maybe I'll just stay in the Toyota family forever because they seem to be very obviously they saved my life one time yeah and now i still drive the same type of car sure different kind but same thing happened to you or what i just well i just no not really i didn't get in that big of a car accident but just bought the same car though because we like it that's about it yeah some of it may come down to i mean if you're making a payment on a vehicle too i mean if you can get into a newer vehicle and keep your payment relatively the same i mean it's kind of a no-brainer yeah i mean everybody has a car payment for the most part unless you don't and you run your vehicle forever i mean everybody essentially has a car payment so if you're going to make a car payment and you can get yourself into something newer more safe uh different technology i mean why wouldn't you right well because that's kind of the cycle right because like if right. your trade-in value is still high because you've only driven a car yeah like i i never thought of that until i it was like a year ago i got my new phone you know and phones are practically like cars at this point and that's what he said he goes what you should do he's like is you should come in in about eight months trade your phone in and get the new one he goes your trade-in value will be so high he's like you'll get the new phone and your payment will be so low on that phone because sure. you're it's same literally car he's like you could get the next upgrade he's like you should and he's like and he told me he's like you should do this every eight months he's like if you always want the new cell phone he's like as long as you don't crack your phone or anything he's like retrade it in and you'll get the 13 phone for probably like 500 bucks and then you know pay it off and then never pay it off and just trade it keep going and going until you I mean, keep the payments, yeah. And I mean, your insurance may go down. So, depending on your age of your vehicle and how many safety features and things of that nature mm-hmm. are in the vehicle, I mean, your your insurance may go down. You may have a different kind of deductible setup too. So, sure. I mean, the more advanced, the more safe the vehicle. I mean, then the less liability the insurance company, you know, maybe has to take and could get a cheaper, you know, overall payment. So. Mm-hmm. Fun stuff. Yeah, it's uh, more expensive to insure my twenty-some-year-old vehicle. Oh, I'm than sure it, is it probably to is. Insure our newer one, and I just have liability on my car. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, oh, that put it into perspective for me. Was the insurance when we bought a newer vehicle? I was like, oh, yeah, my yeah. car just hit the ten-year mark, and my insurance went up because I think because it's ten years old. Sure. Yeah. Mine turned twenty-three this year. That's Good for insane. It. Good for that car. It's still kicking. Well, you might have to talk to Westy soon. Cause... Come on in. Yeah. <laughs> I encourage anybody to stop into Marquardt and uh, ask for Westy. And, uh, you know, <laughs> at least if it's just going for a test drive and uh, just to see if something fits. I mean, there's many different uh, aspects to the person's next vehicle. So 
family safety performance yeah. and we have it all and mm-hmm. i'm here to give great experience so yeah for for listeners who maybe have not gotten to purchase a vehicle from a dealership and this would be their first time what do what is important for them to know when going into the situation well have an open mind i mean uh i think uh in my position we have this car salesmen have this bad stigma and you know we're just here to force people into things or make a bad decision or you know we're always it's always up to us i mean i'm a, i'm a salaried employee i it's not a commission based in, in a situation i mean i'm here to make sure that you get into great experience and to come in with an open mind i mean uh, it's not a it's not a terrifying situation you don't have to be scared i mean don't be anxious to come in and just have fun with it i mean the vehicle the next vehicle you get is something that you want so let's let's make it a good experience and don't uh don't have uh don't have any animosity towards it uh come in and have fun yeah just make sure that i was the one thing i learned when i really shot for my car was the the places that the, the that's when i really like liked marquardt was when I, uh, you know, I told them, you know, budget and all the ideas and Marquardt stuck in that. And I've, that, I've mm-hmm. always said that, and this isn't just plugging it's a big Marquardt, deal. No, that's but, a but big we deal. went, I went to two or three places prior and they did not. And like, I remember the first car was so far out of my budget and I was just like, why the hell are you bringing me this car? Like, it kind of was like a little frustrating. I was mm-hmm. like, I was like great i'm not gonna buy this car and on six thousand dollars over what i'm going to spend now i just got to see all the features that i don't get to i, I actually wasn't mad even, about yeah it. when i when i drove it i was like i'm not even really thrilled that they put me in this car oh they did the old champagne on a beer budget yeah, uh, routine yeah, yeah. you want to know what happened i'll tell you the one thing is they didn't listen right you got to listen to your guests you got to listen to what their wants are i mean you got to be you got to be intuitive and to know and uh, hear because uh that's the one thing that uh, sets me maybe apart from some other people is, you know, the fact that I listen, you know, I, I listen to the story. I mean, everybody has a story and whether somebody's in there to buy a budget vehicle or somebody's there to buy a hundred thousand dollar vehicle to them, that's a new vehicle. And to listen to what they want and not to force them or put them into something that uh, they have no, you know, affordability or budget to attain. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, I have one more question about just cars and like, what's the, like right now, what do you see like is like the what's like the hot thing right now that people are like wanting? Not maybe not car wise, but it could be just feature wise or or like what's upgrading so fast that people are into? Well, a lot of it is uh, those safety features that I talked about before. But, uh, you know, I mean, now these vehicles are becoming autonomous driving. So yeah. Bluetooth, the connectivity, I mean, those things. But SUVs, something that sits up a little bit higher has been very popular over the last SUVs. few years. I've been keeping my eye out on pre-owned SUVs. They are hard to find right now. Oh, I don't know if it's just the season or what, or if everybody just all, all of a sudden wants SUVs, like you said. Yeah, but there are people. I, I think uh, people are getting to the realization that uh, crawling up out of a car and uh, diving down into a car is becoming work. And so something that you can slide in and out of, something that gets good gas mileage, something that's four by four or all wheel drive is a, is a key feature, especially in Wisconsin. I mean, you can see over the snow banks on the corner. Right. Yeah. So we Big we deal. live in an area where, uh, you know, we, we have some treacherous snowstorms and people mm-hmm. do got to get to and from work. They don't get the luxury of having those snow days like some of our kids do. So, yeah, but yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. I know now that I've had an SUV, it's, it's hard for me, like my next car, just to be a car. I think yeah. I even as a human, like I would just want an SUV just for the room and just everything else about it. Same. Even I mean, like the honestly. small I like the smaller SUVs that are like the same 
like length as a car, but yeah. just off the ground a little Honestly, bit. Honestly, like, I don't. It's hard for like me. I, I like my car, but I think that might be the last like car I ever buy Same, because I, I want something off the ground. I think mm-hmm. something about it. It's just so much better in Absolutely. like all the ways. <laughs> definitely, definitely, yeah. yeah. Well, as again, I look at that, Westy. Look how know, fast this goes. All we goes. talked about was work. We oh, didn't even get to your not get to work you. life. What do you do not work life? <laughs> so uh, give us the plugs of Marquardt, where they find you, you, where they find Marquardt, all the things. Well, hey, we're uh, right off exit 41, uh, right uh, across the street from Fleet Farm, uh, right down the road from Quick Trip, uh, right here in Menominee. Um, Monday through Saturday, we're open uh, late a couple nights. I mean, Walk on in, ask for Westy. Any one of our sales consultants can help out. Uh, we're all uh, sales professionals and we're here to make a great experience. And so look for Marquardt. We got a lot of great things coming up in the future here. Trunk or treat. We got a Humane Society uh, microchipping event coming up again. So, I mean, we're just progressing and uh, keep moving forward. So everyone at the dealership is there to help you. So, I mean, don't hesitate to stop in. Uh, we want to make a great experience. Sure. Great. Well, we end our show uh, with the same two questions as you would yeah, spill pre- the beans yeah, that you prepared. Prepped. You're like pre-prepared. You're prepared. Well, I listen. I told time. you I listened to a couple. I've listened <laughs> to a few of the podcasts. Uh, great, uh, great guests, too. Uh, uh, I've learned a lot from uh, the guests that have been on as of late. And uh, so definitely a kudos to you guys, too, for what you do. Oh, thank, thank you. you. We appreciate that. Yeah, we just got interviewed. About yes, this podcast that's right but, one of the questions but, they asked was like what what is the most fun thing or is the most surprising thing and we're like that people still listen to it yeah. <laughs> we're not just in a room doing it by ourselves yeah that's not and, just, and assuming nobody listens yeah actually people do find a lot of value in it right. and talk to us about it all the time outside of this so um all right anyways our two questions i will start um what good food have you eaten lately Oh, good food lately. Uh, well, um, actually, uh, I just went out to the new Tanglewood uh, Golf Course here uh, a few weeks ago. Been hearing good. Yeah, so I'm excited for Tanglewood. I can't lie. Uh, I was a huge, uh, huge supporter of the previous Chippewa Valley Golf Club out there. Um, probably one of the most amazing courses in the area. So I was really devastated when it went away, and I'm glad uh, they're re uh, refurbishing that and bringing it back. But the, the food's been amazing. I went out there uh, just on a Sunday afternoon, had uh, one of their fancy cocktail beverages, and mm. got some of the food. So definitely, uh, definitely go out there and check them out. Yes, that's What'd a good recommendation. Um, I ordered. What did I order that day? Um, jeez, now you caught me out. Because <laughs> I was there for a, a beverage more than anything, but. Uh, they had these, uh, I believe we got the, they had some rolls that we got. Ah, uh, that's, nope, that was not it. Though. Now you caught me. Uh, 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 food was great. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Thank God had great food. It, it good. I've seen a lot of people posting yeah, about it so on social I. media and it looks really, really good. Yeah, so I need to get over there. Well, they change up the menu. It seems to be weekly. So they've always had a little something oh, cool. different. Like so yeah, that's, that's nice. That was nice. All right, so you know my question. So I switched it. So it depends on when you listen to the last few episodes. But my question is: is uh, what's a movie that you've wa- that you love to watch that gives you some sort of emotional reaction? Uh, Braveheart. Ooh, there you go. I was just... every time. Yeah, yep. it was funny. I was just rewatching Game of Thrones the other night, and I was watching the Battle of the Bastards episode, and immediately I'm like, "Gosh, I don't even want to watch Braveheart." Braveheart was first thought. It's always been one of my favorite movies, and uh, and it only became even more favorite to me because i actually spent a week in scotland oh in sure Edinburgh oh, cool. and uh actually visited the sterling castle and uh, i actually looked out an archery hole 
and looked straight across where they actually had the battle and the, the William Wallace. And so just having that history and standing there in that uh, yeah, castle was cool. breathtaking. So cool. I bet. Yeah. What good choice. Pretty, yeah. That's great. Are I haven't you, watched are you a history a guy too? Are you into that kind of stuff? I, I am into history. Yeah, cool. definitely. See, look at that. Um, um, a lot of people are. I'm just, just curious. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Close us out, Becca. See if I can remember how to do it this yeah. time. <laughs> Where can they find us? Becca? Yes. Uh, you can find our show um, on Facebook and Instagram at the Manon Pod. Visit our website, themanompod.com. Uh, subscribe to our show wherever you're currently listening to this. Uh, maybe even subscribe to our friends at Eau Claire Hometown Media, their feed, if yeah. you want to hear even more shows from the Chippewa Valley. Yeah. And our friends at the Chamber have the Chamber Chatter. That's yes, a great podcast. Chamber Chatter. Give they, them a listen. They're, uh, yep, they're a little more business-focused than we are. They're uh, interviewing a lot of professionals in the area, too. Um, but, yeah, until next time, we'll see you later.